Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jordan Drew, the Sports Crew, bonus edition here on the podcast. That's right, Jordan Lorenz here on a Wednesday. No Drew Skyberg, just me today. I interviewed the one and only Sho Fukasawa of the Lutheran Lancers. That'll come at the end of our episode. That'll close it out. However, if you're joining us, you looked at the title, you're seeing this is a Big East High School Basketball mid-season recap. So, don't expect Marquette, Villanueva, UConn, don't expect any of those teams on the podcast here today. We're looking more specifically at the Big East North Conference in the WIAA. So let's just get right into it, guys. Drew Skyberg, Robert Chimick, they love their EWC basketball. I do as well. I love my FRCC basketball with the Lincoln Ships. But the Manitowoc Lutheran Lancers are indeed in the Big East North Conference. And before we get there, I figured we'd take a little look at the Big East South Conference because, I mean, they are rivals, right? You've got your teams in each of them, and they're all relatively close to each other, give or take. And let's take a look at the Big East South, Sheboygan Lutheran dominating. They're 8-1 overall on the year. They're 6-0 in conference, the only unbeaten team. Nick Verhagen coaching this Division Four school as they try to look to just keep on getting better. Cedar Grove Belgium at 5-1. and one. They're sitting right behind them, the only one-loss team in the conference. The only two-loss team is Sheboygan Christian. So Sheboygan Christian, Sheboygan Lutheran, there's a rivalry in this one. But Sheboygan Christian, 4-2 and two overall, 4-2 and two in conference. That is very interesting. Sheboygan Lutheran has played three non-conference games. Cedar Grove Belgium has played one. Sheboygan Christian didn't play any. Oostburg, they've played in some non-cons. They're four and five overall, three and three in the conference, sitting right at that 500 mark. Kohler is two and three in the conference. They're three and four overall, as is Ozaki. Ozaki two and four in the conference, so they're just under Kohler, even though they both have the same three and four records. And then Random Lake, the only winless team, 0 and five. They're two and six overall, so Random Lake has some wins on the year. Matt Merlo's team They're averaging 56.4 points per game, and you look at them, they won, they beat Lemira 56-41 on December 13th, and then they beat New Holstein, pretty big win for them, in the Big East Eastern Wisconsin Conference Challenge that just took place a little while ago. But other than that, we're looking at a conference, like we said, pretty much dominated by Sheboygan Lutheran, and some of the key players to watch for in the Big East South, Michael Modal, 28.7 points per game. That's for Sheboygan Christian. Casey Verhagen, 26.4, is right behind him for Sheboygan Lutheran. And then we have another player over 20 points per game, 23.4 for Sam Fear, Cedar Grove, Belgium. Random Lake has Matt Merlot right behind at 19.6 points per game. And Charlie Rodier, 17.3. That runs out the top five in scoring for this conference. And you're looking at Logan Arrowhead, 10.4 rebounds per game for Cedar Grove Belgium. And then a few other players with nine. Zane Wilson of Kohler with 9.7. Braxton Gann of Ozaki with 9.6. And then Charlie Rodier with 9.4 out of Kohler. So that is a very, very good Charlie Rodier from Kohler. 17.3 points per game and 9.4 rebounds per game. So a very, very nice addition to that Kohler team. As we now shift gears, let's take a look at the Big East North Conference. So this is Manitowoc Lutheran. Like I said, I'll be announcing more of their games in February. I think I have a few 
combine your boys and girls. I did one earlier in the year. They ended up losing that game, but the Lancers have been a little hot as of late. They have Ethan Menges back, which is absolutely huge. We'll talk about him in the stats. A little misleading, but we'll get to it. Kiel and New Holstein, back-to-back wins for this team. That Kiel win I talked to Sho Fukasao about. Sho was 5 of 5 from 3, 21 points in the game. Unreal. I don't know if that was his career high or not. I would have to take a deeper dive, and that'll take a look here, but it was just something else. Yes, that was a career high. That 21 points, his high last year was 18. So good for Sho Fukasawa getting his career high, but the Lancers, they're sitting at one and five of the conference. We'll go bottom up this time, opposite of what we just did. Hilbert is 0-9 overall. They're 0-6 in the Big East North. Michigan is 0-6 overall, 1-8. Michigan has a win on the year, which is really good to see, and their one win, John Hack, head coach of this team, they averaged 47 points per game, 1-8 on the year for the squad. They won their first game of the year, 66-65 over a 4-5 and Chilton squad. And that's a big win right there for this team, but they've been struggling to put up points since, putting up only 38 and giving up 93 to St. Mary Catholic on November 30th. Then they put up just 37-36, and 36, and now they've plummeted to under 50. Their last four games, 47, 48, 41, and 49. So I'd say right around that 45-point range is where you can expect this team to be for the remainder of the year, and they average 47. So certainly they're right around there. Lutheran, as we talked about, they're now 4-6 and six overall, but 1-5 and five in conference. That's one of the big keys for this team. They've dropped five conference games. Elk Lake Glenbula, 4-3 and three overall, 3-3 three and three in conference. So once again, Manitowoc Lutheran is 4-6 and six overall, but 1-5 and five in conference. That gives them four non-conference games. Elk Lake Glenbula, the team above them, 500 in conference, has just one non-con game. Howard's Grove, 7-2 and two overall. They're 3-0 and oh in non-cons, 4-2 and two in the Big East North. And this is your top tier with Howard's Grove, St. Mary Catholic, and Reedsville. St. Mary Catholic, 5-1 in the conference, just one loss as they're 8-2. Overall in Reedsville, 6-0, dominating 8-0 overall. St. Mary Catholic, you take a look at their squad, averaging almost 75 points per game. Yes, indeed, I did say that correctly. Oostberg is the only loss for this squad. Oostberg at 4-5, and five, as we said, in the Big East South. So 3-3 three and three Oostberg that we talked about earlier on and. The St. Mary Catholic squad just lost to Roncalli 62-38 in that Lord's Tournament, a game that saw Luke Pouts put up 24 Pouts. Conference Player of the Year in the EWC, I'll go out and say it right here, but that's what we got looking at this Big East North squad, Reedsville again, 6-0, 8-0, they're the team right now, and you look at their football squad, what they just did, and this, this program is hot, they're firing on all all cylinders currently as we speak. They haven't lost a game. They won by 12 and 10 and 2 and 5. So they're winning a few close ones, but then they're beating Mishkot 61-37, squashing Hilbert 70-27, 61-42 over a Sturgeon Bay squad, 69-45 in Rhinelander. That was at the Freedom Classic 
both of those games. Sturgeon Bay is a D3 team. They're sitting at 1-6. and six. And Rhinelander, they're a D2 team at 3-4. and four. So that's a big-time win for Reedsville. And you look at their squad specifically real quick and what makes them click so well. Brennan Duracek, 18 points per game. And that's with eight games played. So that average is right around there. And then Zach Duracek, 16.5 points per game. And Camden Duracek, 8.2 points per game. Yes, Brennan, Zach, and Camden Duracek are the 1, 2, and 3 scorers leading the way. Zach Duracek has thrown up 53 pointers, and he's hit 23 of them, shooting just under 50% from 3. Carter Salm, 6.6 points per game. Tristan Elkhorst, 3.6. Carson Shannon, 3.5. As for the boards, Brennan Duracek, 12.5. He is averaging a double-double with 18 points per game, 12.5 rebounds per game, 30 of which offensively. He has an even 100 rebounds on the year. He also leads the team in assists with 3.9. Ryan Taddy, 2.8. Camden Duracek, 1.9. Zach Duracek, 1.8. So that just goes to show there. And Brennan, oh, let's give him another one. 2.8 steals per game, but that's under Zach, who has 3.1. I mean, I could go on all day about these Reedsville stats. How about this? Carter Salm and Brennan Duracek averaging 2.2 blocks per game. Unreal. Just unreal stats for the Reedsville Panthers. And this is a, this is just, this is a, like I said, I mean, this is a program that can do no wrong, it seems, no matter what they do. So we're going to talk here about the upcoming schedule after we get to a few more stats. Obviously, I'm recording this Monday night and Wednesday is when this is airing. So we've got some games happening on Tuesday, but none of them are of the biggest concern. So that's a good thing. We'll talk about some of the games happening on Friday and Saturday, along with some of the other big ones coming up. But first, Ethan Menges and his two games back, 21.5 points per game. Just unreal start to the season for Menges. The Lancers have been dying to get him back on the floor. Finally, they have him. They got him in that challenge, the aforementioned Big East Eastern Wisconsin Conference Challenge, 21.5 points through two games, shooting 63.2%, and he was 5 of 6 from 3. Unreal. Miles Barnesville of Howard's Grove, 24.2 points per game. Cole Rurock of St. Mary Catholic, 18.3. Brennan Duracek, obviously the 18. Jacob Gonga of Elkhart Lake Lambula, 17.9. Daniel Griffith of St. Mary's Catholic, 16.4. So there's a combo for you. Cole Uhlenbrock with 18.3 and 16.4 of Griffith. Zach Duracek in here as well. Maxwell Sieb of Michigan, 16.1 points per game. And then it falls down a little bit to Tanner Schumacher of Howard's Grove with 13.9. But 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 players in the Big East North averaging over 15 points Per game, Duracek leads the conference in rebounds. Elkhart Limbula's Jacob Ganga has 11.7, so getting Ganga's name out there once again. Menges in his two games, 11 rebounds per game. Certainly, he seems to be on pace to average a double-double and lead his team in points, rebounds, you name it. Again, the Lancers are so excited to have him back. Miles Barnsbill with 8, Tanner Schumacher with 7.7, Cole Uwenbrock with 7.6, as does Maxwell Sieb, and then Fisher McKenzie of St. Mary's Catholic with 7.1. So those are some of the big 
Rebounding stats, assists, August Hecker, 6.1, leading by quite a bit. The only other player, Austin Fenzel, who's close, has 6. That's only in one game. So that doesn't count. Hecker has 6.1 assists through 10 games on average. Daniel Griffith through 9 games, 4.2. So Hecker has about 2 on him. Brennan Doracek with the 3.9. Brady Hassinger with 3.9 as well. And then you're looking at turnovers. Not too bad. I mean, we don't like to talk about this one too much, but the tie for first place is 3.2. So not the end of the world whatsoever. It's actually Miles Barnstable and August Hecker having one-ups on Zach and Brennan Doracek in terms of steals. Three and a half. Yes, three and a half steals per game for Miles Barnstable and 3.2 for August Hecker, and the blocks do indeed belong to Reedsville, the top three blockers in the conference. Brennan Durachek and Carter Saul with 2.2, and then Camden Durachek with 1.1, a trio of other players with one block per game. One of them being Ethan Menges. Doesn't count a whole lot again, as he only has two games under his belt. Yesterday, Tuesday, January 4th, obviously depends when you're listening, Michigan. Played at Two Rivers, Young Cogs Prep headed to Reedsville, Hilbert was at Brilliant, New Holstein at Howard's Grove, and then Manitoke Lutheran at Green Bay, New Lutheran. That was a game that was supposed to happen last year, but ended up getting called off. That was like a February game, and here we are now looking ahead to Friday. Trio of conference games, and we have a big one up in here. Sheboygan Christian at Reedsville, that's basically your headliner. Reedsville getting to host that game. Hilbert and Mishicot, the battle of the winless conference teams. Who will get that first conference win that has been eluding them? And then Elker Lake Gambula at Manitowoc Lutheran. The Lancers hosting a game on Friday night. Big time coming up for the Lancers. It'll be Ethan Menges' first game at home, I do believe. Amro is at Howard's Grove, a 4 o'clock tip-off on Saturday the 8th. So that basically does it. I mean, we're looking at a Big East North Conference that obviously you still have quite a few games ahead of you, right? We're only in January, but still, the schedule, it gets hot and heavy as these teams are playing through the end of February. We got the end of November, all of December in, and now we look ahead for basically a month, month and a half, two, or I guess it's more than a month for sure, but a month and a half to two full months, however you want to put it, of high school basketball I can't wait. I cannot wait to say the least. Our interview coming up momentarily, but first, just wanted to go over the Lancers' stats just to set the stage. Shofukasawa, through 10 games on average, does lead the team in points. 13.1. We're discluding Ethan Menges right now. Once he gets more games under his belt and gets that average down to about where it should be, about that plateau mark, then we'll talk about him more, obviously, but still. Fukasau with 13.1 points per game. He's shooting 52.2% from three-point. Unreal. August Hecker right behind him with 11.6. Those are the two players in double digits. Hayden Franzen, 9.3 points per game. Franzen, a 51.7% shooter from the field. He shot the ball 50 times. He's made 30 of them. So talk about efficiency from Hayden Franzen. Noah Sarneski, 8.4 points per game, doing some great things for the team. Luke Marone, a guy that Shofukasawa will talk a little bit about. 5.8 points per game for him. Noah Lukasek, 3.3. Matthew Schultz, 2.4. Casey Stanzel with 2.3. 
Jonah Melsa with 2, Ryan Duane with 1.6, Parker Vogt with 1.1, some of the other big players, Brayden Zerbel, he gets some time, averaging just 0.4 points a game, but still, I mean, these are guys that all are going to get their minutes, this Lancers team, they get their guys in the games, they go, I think it's about 9 deep, I haven't done a game in a while, but they get their players off the bench, that's for sure, now with Menges coming into this rotation, it will change up a little bit, but certainly for the better, Aiden Franzen leads the team in rebounds with 6.4, August Hecker with 6.1, and then it drops all the way to 3.5 for Matthew Schultz, Noah Sarnesky with 3.1, only other player over, Hecker is the clear assist man on this team, he's got 6.1, and the next closest is Showtime, with 2.3, and Casey Stanley with 1.7. Some of the players, three of them actually averaging two or more turnovers a game. You want to keep that down in these conference games when you've got a guy like Hecker, who has over three steals a game. Fukasawa almost has two. Menges has three steals in his first two games back. They're forcing turnovers as well, so it's just great to see this Lancers team finally seems to be firing on all cylinders. And I can't wait to see how they do in the rest of the season. Let's waste no more time, though, and get right into our interview with the one and only Shofu Kasawa. Interview time here on Jordan and Drew, the Sports Career bonus episode. Jordan Lorenz with Shofu Kasawa of the Manitowoc Lutheran Lancers. Show just had a career night, 20 points, 21 points, something like that. Five of five from three. Absolutely sensational in the Big East, Eastern Wisconsin Conference Challenge. We're interviewing him for an exchange student of Manitowoc Lutheran coming from Japan and show first of all I just want to know when did you start playing basketball what are your first memories I started playing basketball when I was five years old so a long time ago it was very very young and what got you interested in basketball especially um yeah um I have one older older brother and he's three years older than me the reason I started playing basketball is because he sparked my interest. Did you guys play any other sports at all? Uh, no, I, I mean, I learned volleyball one year, but... Okay, but mostly basketball here? Yeah. How was that transition coming from Japan over to Manitowoc Lutheran? I mean, certainly had to be difficult. The big difference between Japan and Manitowoc Lutheran is language. We don't learn English in Japan. I have been studying English for two years. And when I came to the U.S., I didn't understand anything. <laughs> I didn't know what they're talking about, so it was tough. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I did Spanish for a while in high school, and then eventually I just stopped. It was way too confusing. I'm like, oh, I'm not putting any more time into this, but props to you. Your English certainly isn't too bad at all. I can clearly understand you, so good stuff there. And here, so you've come to Manitowoc Lutheran, right? That was your junior year, your first year here. Was that season different than you expected or was kind of everything basically what you anticipated, I guess? Yeah, and I was on JV1 in my first year and I've been watching NBA since I was a kid. So I thought like a lot of people could dunk and they're you know, <laughs> wondering, but I, I, accept, I expected a little too much, but they're so athletic and they're trying to be better every moment. So it was fun experience. You'll get a dunk here and there in high school, but it's certainly not like in the NBA where every transition, you know, it seems like that could be a nice breakaway, fast break dunk. So one of the other things here in American court, what was one of the biggest things you learned? Because obviously I'm sure it was different than playing the game in Japan. So what was one of the big things you learned here on the American basketball court at Lutheran? 
Um, I think it's team play. When I was in Japan, my team was not good. But like <laughs> last season, my team was really good. And I was always thinking, what can I do for team? And basketball is team sport. So I learned it last year, last season. Yes, absolutely. Basketball truly is. You guys had a phenomenal year last year, beating Ron Colley and just a huge playoff run for the team. Is there a game that stands out? It could be maybe one from Japan, one from here, but just a game in general that stands out to you that you played in? Yeah, um, I think it's Ron Colley's game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they're rivals and a lot of people are watching that game. That had to be an electric atmosphere too, especially playoff basketball in Manitowoc. Everyone's close. So certainly I can agree with that one in your pick there. That was a very close game too that came down to the wire. So a great yeah. choice. Do you have, it could be from any of your seasons in Japan or here in the States, anything like that. Do you have a teammate or teammate that you want to give a shout out to who might not always get the attention you think they deserve? I think number 13, Luke Maron. And because he's coming from bench every time, but um, he always hits three points. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a great guy to have on the court. I know he's been getting some more minutes this year, so that's good to see. And finally, the last question here, Drew wanted me to ask this one. What do you think of your nickname, Showtime? Is that something that a lot of people like to say and come up with? And what are your thoughts on it? Um, I like my nickname and good. I think it's pretty cool. Because whatever I do, they call, what time is it? Showtime. <laughs> it motivates me a lot. And I really appreciate them. Oh, it's great, too, especially, like we said, having a foreign exchange student come over and just get over like you have and be so well-known by all the fans. And Drew did it last year. We were announcing one of your games, and he was with me, and he said it's showtime, and we stuck with it from there. And then I did a Lutheran game earlier this year, and I saw in the fans they had some showtime uh, signs. So it was just great to see. Show, thank you for coming on here today. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're welcome. And this concludes our episode of the Big East Mid-Season Recap. Thank you all for listening to another edition of Jordan and Drew, the sports crew, the perfect podcast for you.